Hi, this is Kimberly. Please enjoy your podcast, but remember our doctors are only here to educate, not diagnose. If you have any questions or need any further information, please email me. My email address is kim at mfwellness.org. All right, best friends, we are back on the scene, you know, once a quarter or maybe twice a year. We take time just to answer questions from patients. And so we call it the round robin. And um, it's basically all the questions that we've been fielding from patients, not all of them, because we get a lot, which is something I wanted to lead off talking about. You know, there are offices and places where if you go in, there's like a sign and it says you can only ask one question or whatever. Yeah, really? Yeah, there are medical offices, and I'm assuming chiropractic ones too, where they're like, hey, your doctor only has time to answer one question. You have to ask another. If you have another question, you have to make another visit. And I just don't even know where to start with something like that. If your physician can't immediately answer the question to the, till, to the point where you're sick to your stomach, just destroy you with knowledge. I just don't know what you're where doing. Where the patient just wants you to stop wants talking. Wants you to stop talking. And immediately regret asking the uh, question. I will talk until you walk away from me. Like, <laughs> I want to make sure you understand what's going on because it's your health. And I just, I, uh, somebody was talking about it this morning and I couldn't believe it. But that is true, that they're like, there's a sign, apparently, at the front, they're like, hey, you can't, you can't ask more than one question. Like, are you kidding me? Anyway, what we want to do is just go over some of the questions we've been getting lately from patients. In case anybody has those, we can answer them. That way, when you come in to see us, you can ask us new and better questions. I guess if somebody has a physics question, we don't... I guess it's if it's in my field. Sure. Yeah, so anyway, I just wanted to lead off talking about that. Like, if you are limited in how much you... Like, think about the premise there. Hey, no matter what you care about, you can only ask me one question. Like, how is that supposed to be the gateway to health? That you're limited in the question you can ask. Hey, oh, you have questions about your health? You have to decide. Do you want to learn more about fat burning or do you want to learn more about a proper diet? Because I'm not answering both questions today. Like, are you kidding me? Yeah, that's crazy. Are you kidding me? It makes me a little crazy. So, Anyway, um, who wants to go first with their round robin? I can go. Dr. Maurer is going to go first, Kim. So one of the biggest things we like about our new office and how mm. much room we have is the fact that we have eight adjusting tables. Mm, they're everywhere. All in a row. I love it. And a new one on the way. And that is true. Yeah. They're producing it. It wasn't me that interrupted Dr. Myro this time. Don't look at me. I'm just I saying like it wasn't it was. me. Yeah, it was. <laughs> <laughs> All right, go ahead. Sorry. Right, was. All right. So uh, a, a question we get a lot, um, not only from the patients, but I feel like from their family members or friends, they bring okay. in, you know, a lot of times they bring in their friends. Oh, I love it. Watch, <laughs> and they're over there like in the gallery but, watching. But they're looking at these tables and they see their loved one on this table <laughs> and this table's moving up and down like their legs are moving right, up like and down. Like a crayfish. And they're always like, you can see it on their face. So sometimes they ask us, but sometimes we see that look on their face. So we ask them. Yeah. Like, so what do you think that table's doing? And usually we do get correct answers. It's just not the best thing mm-hmm. that those tables do. So mm-hmm. usually, let me let me back up a little bit. So our tables are flexion extension, and some of them also have distraction, which I'll talk about later. But that leads right. to decompression, and it's a gateway drug. Yes, it is. That is true. It is. So you see your loved one on the table, right about waist level. Their legs are moving up and down mm-hmm. at their pelvis. Yeah, and then some of them, once they get on there, all of a sudden we're like. 
pulling them apart slightly. <laughs> slightly. <laughs> Millimeters yeah, at a time. Slightly. Yeah. And, and we even like hook their legs in so right. they can't leave. So a lot of times when we ask people, well, what do you think that does? They do give us, like I said, they give us correct answers. Yep. They say, well, it's probably warming up the muscles or it's stretching the muscles, mm -hmm. which it okay. is doing that. That's true. That is happening. And because it's giving this passive stretch, you know, some people, they can't necessarily go out and do stretching. They're in such of a, a shape that they can't actively do that. So it does provide a passive stretch for them, uh, increases the flexibility of the muscles, the ligaments, the tendons, um, increases their motion in general. And then uh, some people say, well, it's probably to reduce the pain in the muscles. Mm -hmm. and it will do that as well. But the biggest thing that these tables do is three things I'm going to talk about. One is increasing the posterior disc space. Nice. So those nice, nice, disc nice, spaces, nice. Sometimes you hear us call them the disc height. Mm -hmm. And side note, Go. pretty soon we're getting, what, June 1st, we're getting a stadiometer. Yeah, man. So in our base. I, I have to not talk about it because yeah. I get so. We'll, and we'll talk about it more when it when it comes here. But uh, I'm sure on podcast pumped up, man. But it's, it's going to get using sonar. It's going to get the height of every patient. And what we are looking at is, and it might be just you know it's going to be millimeters, yeah. centimeters. It's a tenth of an hundredth of an inch or a tenth of an inch. Yeah. I think it might be a hundredth of an inch. We're going to be looking Accurate. at when that patient starts. How tall are they? And then yeah. you know as they go along, you know six months from now. Hey, have we added to their height? Right. And looking at the disc space right. height change. We try to control for as much other things as possible, but like the raw data is going to be there. Yeah. You know, we've got people like their one floor layer. He was six foot two when he came in. He was barely six feet tall. Now he's over six foot one. Yeah. You know, it's pretty awesome. Like with tall guys, they've got a lot to you know. Yeah. Their percentage. Just, you yeah. know, yeah. And just posture in general as well. Pretty cool, Kim. So oh, yeah. we're increasing that disc space, and what that also allows is for the flow of blood, oxygen, mm -hmm. nutrients. Nutrients. And uh, I guess a big word we might use is imbibition. Imbibition, Kim. Look that up. So it's it's helping with that, and sometimes you might, as you're stretching, you might have, you might notice us come along, and we'll actually use our hands, and we're kind of helping that machine open those disc spaces. Yeah, it's very focused distraction. Yeah, I love it. And then another thing is stenosis. Mm -hmm. You know, a lot of people that come in, they hear that word, and it's a scary word. Scary word. It's like, oh, I got the stenosis. And what it really means is that that spinal canal has been narrowed for some reason or another. And where these tables come in for the help the most is when that disc is actually protruding into that space. Mm -hmm. Now, it could be other things. It can be right. bone right. narrowing that bone space. Bone spurs and such. A spondylo. But especially when it's that disc, these tables can help out a lot with that and, and just reducing that pressure. And ultimately, that's what you're going to feel is when that, that disc gets too much pressure, bulges out, mm -hmm. hits nerve, we get that whole domino whole effect. Thing. So that's the biggest reason we use those tables is that it, it sure, it's relaxing, stretches the muscles, but ultimately the biggest deal is it's helping uh, decompress. That's, that's our right. ultimate goal. It's distraction, it's traction, but our ultimate outcome is decompression of those discs. Some of you have been to chiropractors before, maybe you've had the manual <laughs> decompression done. I remember doing that. That's yeah, how long I've been in practice. Cox, Cox flexion. Uh, now that's great. COX, Kim. But we were just talking about the number of people we have rolling through here daily. And if we were doing that manually. We'd be dead. Yeah. We would be getting therapy. Is that every, like mm -hmm. when the chiropractor has like a really crazy looking table in a room by itself? 
Is that what There's a bar. About? They're holding on to the bar. And Kim, I actually, don't think that's chiropractic at all what you're talking about. <laughs> they're actually doing that motion that He's we do. about the, the machine where you get strapped in and it has ankle stuff. It's oh, a big, yeah, huge yeah. machine. Oh, yeah. That is the DRX. DRX. DRX Megatron. Yeah, so when decompression, Axial, yeah. when they first figured out, hey, we can get these discs under control, there's a way to do this by decompressing the spine. Their first thought was, well, if it's the, that's right. If like it's literally the, pulling you apart. If it's the lumbar spine, let's just decompress the entire lumbar spine. Some people got great results. Most of the people we have talked to that show up here, they did not because it's pulling the whole thing. The difference between that and what we can do is that we can go. a continuous time, right? Yeah, for a while, but it's that it's unspecific. You know, it's not, hey, let's get the whole lumbar spine. Well, there's five discs in there, man. Mm-hmm. Like, you can't just start pulling on the thing. And then what are you anchoring on? The, tra- the, the thoracic spine? It's not made to take that. So they strap them down and this and that. What we do is specific, down to millimeters. Like when distance. I was mentioning using our hand, you know, we've, we've already taken the x-rays. Mm-hmm. And we, we know where that That's disc right. stationary is. That's right. We know exactly what We're not to press. And we're not to, yeah, yeah. Exactly. That's the difference. It's the specificity. Gotcha. That's yeah. what makes good care. Ours is the good question. Extension mm-hmm. and technically distracting. Yeah, and that was that decompression. Yeah, those tables are those tables are not that technology for having that cylinder. That's not five years old. The first studies coming back where they were doing you know chiropractic care manual decompression, you know focused decompression with a table that wasn't like a manual table with like manual decompression, but an automatic table with a cylinder. That was like 2016. Yeah. As some of you may not know who are patients here is that we have those eight tables and other than maybe two they all are a little bit different right four of them right now are just the flexion extension right the other four are flexion extension with distraction right. attraction to accomplish that decompression yeah every every table can do everybody every table can do pregnant there are, every there table are, can yeah, do there are some tables that they don't have a breakaway piece for the for the uh, midsection. Oh, okay. So there's like two that it's it doesn't have enough. There's not enough support. Okay, cool. So maybe there's two of them, but all right. So our our disc people, like they they don't really get a choice. You know, they're well, getting they're getting those new tables that we right. have. Absolutely. We had we sh- 2018 we started first table that very first one got here maybe 2018. Yeah, other, have, other than the one I don't Dr. Think Matt we, has had for... Oh, yeah. Years. Yeah, the, That's research, right. That's the right. research for decompression and other stuff is more recent. Sure. But, but there have been um, the hill table that I got in 20, uh, 2004 when I graduated is one of the, one of the decompression guys. So, gotcha. But, yeah. But that's more manual and doesn't it isn't auto, so... They right. definitely come uh, far. It, yeah, it can do it. It's just not built to do it. Cool. And there is a manual therapy for Big Bertha. Yeah. To get her. Where you can stuff. do the lateral. Yeah. She has everything. You can swing it out lateral. She does. Oh, my she God. She moves yeah. up and down, too, doesn't she? She does. Vertically, mm-hmm. yes. For the tall. And the small. chiropractor. Yep. Yeah. Nice book. Sure. Pretty nice, nice table. I don't. I've never used it. <laughs> I'm a fear. Dr. Of Josh people. doesn't really like to talk about it. I'm a fear of it. He's a... Uh, you know, I just, it'd be like, I'm like, are we on a train? <laughs> like, should I put more coal in the, Scott, the yeah. burner? 
When those Do we have enough steam pneumatic, 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 When the pneumatics start throwing off, he's looking for his, his uh, nail gun. I'm like, yeah, I'm like, yeah, I'm like, I'm like, is Darth Vader here? Like, what's happening? Yeah. PTSD. I do. I guess I do, yeah. All right. All right, very good. All right. Are you going next, Dr. Fink? I can. Yeah, so the other question we got was, what's the deal with these weird-looking devices on the other side of this half wall? And what they're referring to is the traction units, the cervical mm. traction mm -hmm. units. Mm -hmm. Now, we have two different phases of cervical traction, phase one and phase two. Phase one, we put you on the cervical traction units, the blue half moons, and we put ice underneath your neck. Now, the reason why we do that is to get you used to having a force directly impacting where you need your cervical curve to be. Mm -hmm. The reason why we put ice there is to make sure that it doesn't cause more inflammation, does more harm than good. That's right. And so we get you through that portion of your therapy, of your treatment, and once you really get used to that cervical traction, then we will put you to phase two. And there's a couple different things that we do regarding that, like no headaches, you're able to get up to 10 minutes without, without having severe neck pain. Right. Um, and then aesthetically, your your ear is over your shoulder without us telling you to do so. That's right. Yeah, so we're just repositioning your head. That's exactly right. That's what so we're cervical, doing. Cervical traction is designed to give you better posture. And most patients have to like work up to that, right? Yeah. yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yes. So, yeah, so even after we get done with cervical traction phase one, now, some people won't make it to phase two until they go to maintenance care. Right. Other people will get there a lot sooner right. just because of how well they're doing, how well their neck is taken to the exercises and stretches that we've given them to assess and improve their posture. If you have better posture throughout the day, overall, you will be using less energy to stay healthy. Right. You could talk for four days about the yeah. things that good posture, yeah. aside from it, you know, our moms liking it. Yeah. And our grandmas, like yeah. what it actually does. And then the cervical cervical traction phase two, we use Petabone cervical traction. The dinner rolls? Yeah, the dinner rolls. Dinner rolls. The dinner rolls. Um, we take that cervical x-ray from when you first started, assess where we need to put the angle of the uh, dinner roll, and then we go from there because we, we need to assess where the cervical curve needs to be most impacted. Right. And again, it's that specificity. Yeah. Do you use ice for the phase two or no? No, there is no ice being used. Hmm. So the, people that really love the ice, really love falling asleep mm -hmm. on phase one, they don't get that necessarily yeah. for phase two because it's much more intense. Yeah. 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 You kind of want it to be warmer because it's more pliable and you're hmm. making when you're making those changes. Hmm. Yeah, depending on where, where you actually want the cervical curve to be enhanced or move to it'll affect which size uh denny roll you'll actually use so those are the, those are the two types of cervical traction we've kind of moved stuff over and around on our therapy side yeah we're going through some growth spurts over there we're trying yeah. to figure that area out yeah um so wobble chair is right in front of uh andrea's office and massage and then yeah we added now, those uh, yeah. pediatric tables which are yeah, awesome pediatric tables and then cervical traction. the koala and the squid yeah mm -hmm. uh octopus Cervical traction is all the way over to your uh, right side or south side of the building. And there's a secret bonus cervical traction table. Yes, if you're yeah. good, you get yeah. to be all by yourself. Or if you're bad. Or if you're bad. Right? One of the two. Mm -hmm. Either way. So the lesson is be bad. Yeah. Or be really good. Sure, but that's 
you know. Be bad. Yeah, so that's that's cervical <laughs> cool. traction in a nutshell. What's and, happening? And, um, we have much more room for activities, and people are just loving the amount of the quality of care that we're giving here is unreal. It is. The, the, we've got the, space, and we've got time, and we've got like all the things that we need, you know. And it's a shame that we've managed to we the human race has managed to concoct work environments that are one trillion percent detrimental to the human spine. Like you know, humans are not made to sit all the time and they're sure as hell not made to look down so let's get a work environment where they're sitting for eight hours a day and most of the time looking down perfect and then let's invent some entertainment devices where they're looking down even more perfect because every millimeter that your skull moves in front of your body you have a concomitant linear increase in your carotid artery blood pressure cerebral spinal fluid pressure all kinds of other weird stuff that you shouldn't be having. So instead of us painting these Picassos like we do in here, instead we're going to be short order cooks for the rest of our careers, moving people's heads back. Because it'll be the greatest yield for them, you know, in terms of um, what's that field of um, philosophy where it's like, is the greater good for the most amount of people. That's what we should do. It's got a name. I'll think of it. I'll think of it. Anyway. Do you want to talk about... Wobble chairs. I'll talk about the wobble chairs for a second. The uh, the other weird thing that's over there um, is the three, right now three, but I'm sure we'll order more. There, um, They look like chairs that have been cut off, and there's like a pogo stick on them. And then it, it looks like a like a unicycle seat, but without the unicycle well, underneath do, 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 do. it. You know? and, um, it looks like half of a computer chair without wheels. That's there you go. No arms, no back. Yeah. There you go. And so um, those things do two things. The very first thing they do is they attract every child that comes into the practice Absolutely. to come over there and sit on them and, and, and f- fly off and the back of them. That's right. <laughs> the other thing they do is that they force the person to use their pelvis to keep themselves sitting upright. And that may seem easy, but if somebody's had a back pain for a while or back injury or some other subluxation or misalignment, something going wrong, they're not using all their core muscles correctly. And you have to re-educate them. You can't just uh, hope that they'll do it. So we first fix their problem. But then, and as important, we correct the way that their body works. And that's what's super cool about wobble chairs. So when people sit on it, the first time they're like, this isn't doing anything. And then the next day they come in holding their guts. Like, oh my God. But wobble chair makes you very strong in your core, which is really important. The data surrounding wobble chair there's a lot of preliminary studies right now there's nothing as concrete no good longitudinal assessments are out there yet but they are coming because it's being studied the other really cool thing about wobble chairs that some schools have taken the initiative of putting kids in these chairs you know they call them wobble or wiggle chairs and it just gives the kids butt something to do and so for those kids that are um a little more high strung then these chairs give them something to do and it lets them focus so it's actually pretty cool and um you know promoting a better posture either through traction and or wobble or in our case traction and wobble that is just pays incredible dividends for the human spine because it increases it promotes a lot more blood flow to the brain and that upper corticated you know that high oxygen content on blood arriving to the brain without having to go through 50 hoops or getting pushed uphill you know you can think about it like you have a garden hose and you're going to run that thing uphill you know the sprinkler at the top is not going to be shooting out water nearly as far as if it was level and that's what we're trying to do. Does that make sense? Yeah. Yeah, like a garden, you know, and your garden's a big square, and you can put your sprinkler in the middle, and it hits the whole garden, but let's move the whole thing up the hill a little bit. That's what you're doing when your head comes forward. That's, that sprinkler's not going to get that whole garden, and it's not going to get it as easily. And there's back pressure. We hate back pressure. So we work to eliminate that with the wobble chair and, and, and uh, cervical traction. And it's like, 
They're unsung heroes because what those are is our way of following you around to work. We're concerned about your posture. We're gonna, that's right. Like we're we yeah. are say, we're sending ourselves with you by retraining your pelvis. It's a window into um, posture. Really, is the window into yeah. back pain. And in it's super. Right? It's it's got such a bad rap. It's super boring to talk about. But like, if you can get somebody to sit up straight, you're doing more for them as much or more. Than yeah, sit up. It's, sit up tall. Like, right? what would you do? Not you, there's nothing like oh. Let me set your broken arm. That is really important to set broken arms. But if you can help somebody sit up straight, you're warding off so many bad things. Anyway, that was my thing. Yeah. Is that it? We have more? We want to do more? Uh, I mean, that's there. Yeah, we've covered those three. Yeah. The, we're just, we're really being, if you've, been, it's really exciting. If you've been in this practice, you've heard us talk about posture and getting up every 28 to 30 minutes and stretching, doing any kind of warm ups. Um, we've already had two people come in this week that said, "Hey, I actually started to do what you told me to do." Yeah. Whoa. And um, <laughs> they were and pumped I've up. I've noticed. I've noticed a big difference in my neck and my low back. And, and then what so, do we do? And we said, "Oh my gosh." You're we hug them. Oh yeah, we hug them. Because sure. it stops us from strangling them. Oh yeah. Yeah, we go in for the strangle. Yeah. If we ever hug you, we're thinking about strangling you. And we can actually hug them now. So. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's right. That's right. That's right. It's good to see everybody's faces coming back, you know? Yeah. Kimberly? Yes? Anything for the people? You didn't say much today, Kim. Um, I actually do have something. It's not you anything about most. these three topics. We were just asking to be polite. Kim. Well, here I go. <laughs> <laughs> um, I heard a patient tell... Both of you guys the other day that their child mm -hmm. is running faster. Yes. And I thought that was super cool. Here. Yeah, man. Humans, well, you know, you, you you have to go all the way back to Australopithecans and then uh, Homo erectus. You know, like humans got down out of the tree, started walking. Everything about their metabolism had to change to affect that. And so you have, at the time, competing hominids. Not, it wasn't a successful chain. You had competing hominids, which is incredible to think about. A lot of people realize that. And the um, Homo sapiens won the bet. And that's because he could walk further and faster. The problem is that he required a lot more uh, a higher metabolism diet. Anyway, the human body is made to walk. The way the pelvis works, the way the knee works, everything. It's made to be unilateral, one-sided. And it has two problems if you're a doctor. One, if you do your exam on someone and they're not moving while you do your exam, you're doing a crappy exam. Yep. Number two, any interference with the person's ability to walk to their spine anywhere is going to show up most of the time in how they move. So when we do our assessments, we look at how they move. And in that particular young man, um, his left sacroiliac joint was rotated posterior, most likely from blunt force trauma, which is a football helmet to the, to the mm -hmm. low back. To the rubbish. And all the compensatory stuff allowed him to walk. He wasn't ever in pain, mm -hmm. but he couldn't run as fast as he should have been able to. That's the difference. And so Dr. Matt did the exam, figured it out, bang, bang, bang. And now the kid's a, just an absolute lightning. That's and it's, crazy. It's so fun. It's so great. When people do stuff they couldn't before or when they do it better. They notice it. Man, that's yeah. healthcare, boy. That's the good stuff. Yeah. Cool. Thanks for bringing that up. Yeah. Really yeah, she was pumped too. Yeah, she was. Yeah, we, she was hugging us. Yeah. We, we, we talked about um, how the spine actually works in spinal care class last night. Oh. As well, we talked about how the weight transfers from the top of the head down to the pelvis. And if those bones aren't aligned, if your posture isn't good, 
if your posture isn't mm. in its most appropriate spot, then you're going to have time. You're bleeding energy, Kim. You're bleeding energy. So we talked about that as well. That's cool. That's awesome. All right. In, yeah. All right. Dr. Fink, anything for the people? No, I think we're good. I think this is going to really uh, educate people on what all the other things are. What the hell's going on over there? Yeah. And so they can come up <laughs> with What's going on more, over there? Come, mm -hmm. come up with some more questions. Yeah. Dude, you're right. Um, oh, my God. So there has been an increased people are going nuts. It's like we're the Beatles, but we're not. It is pretty With our intense, podcast. Right? It's pretty wow. awesome. Yeah. yeah. We got a lot of them. Don't worry. We're tracking it, Kim. Okay. Uh, Dr. Mauer, anything for the people? I don't think so. How you feeling, bro? The people are excited. I felt you like, are getting quick. I felt like last he week, is. He's last week was my like biggest jump. Yeah. Because before that, you know, I was, I was talking about it. It was like a couple steps forward, but then I would have a right day or, or a week even that just wasn't as good. So now I feel like as of last week, I'm making bigger strides. Yeah. I've noticed stuff showing up in the desks again. And I oh. know that now you're moving around a lot faster. I see. Because now the pranks, oh, are, the, the pranks are resuming. The pranks are resuming. So I'm like, oh, he is feeling better. All right, very good. Okay, cool. All right, so um, for uh, Dr. Maurer, for Dr. Matt, for Kimberly, we will talk to you in two weeks. Thanks. See you later. And a big thank you goes out to Hug Monster Sound for somehow allowing the doctor's voices to sound even better than they already do.